Welcome to The Lorraine Murphy Show. If you're anything like me, you want a successful, abundant business, epic energy, a growth mindset, vibrant health, and beautiful relationships. And this podcast sets out to help us achieve all of that together. I've been in the entrepreneurship arena for almost a decade now and have mentored hundreds of other business owners. So I know what goes on behind the scenes and what it takes to succeed. This podcast shares the tips, tricks, learnings, and lessons I lean on in order to blend the different facets of my life as an entrepreneur, author, wife, and mama to two gorgeous little humans. Let's jump in to today's episode. Hello, and welcome to this bonus episode of The Lorraine Murphy Show. Feels very strange to be putting an episode out on a Saturday after years of Friday episodes. <laughs> and the reason for the bonus episode is this afternoon, as I'm recording this intro, I have just wrapped up presenting the Flow Framework Masterclass. So I had almost a hundred women live with me on Zoom this afternoon, stepping through this Flow Framework. And I said, oh, actually, I should put this up as an episode as well for anyone who didn't manage to join me live. So that's what I'm doing. And this May, I will take over a full decade of running my own businesses. And honestly, the biggest lesson I've learned is when I'm good, my business is good. I've gotten to mentor thousands of female entrepreneurs in the last five years. And I can tell you that overwhelm, flagging energy, and a sense of being pulled in 50 directions at once are the most common challenges they face. And the group today live with me just reconfirmed that yet again to me. So as I mentioned, I presented this new masterclass today, and it was actually sharing a new model that I've been working through with my one-on-one -on -one mentees. And it's given those mentees massive clarity, empowerment, and most importantly, it's given them flow. So I figured it was time to take it to, to a larger audience <laughs> through the um, masterclass today and through this podcast episode, this bonus episode today. So that's what I'm sharing. So prepare from today's masterclass to wave goodbye to overwhelm, exhaustion and frenetic effort and say hello to clarity, energy and focus. So let's go. All right, everyone. So hi, welcome to the Flow Framework. I actually got a bit of a uh, rehearsal at this this morning because I was presenting it as part of our Ukraine fundraiser as well. So you're getting me on the second rehearsal, but actually the third rehearsal, because I rehearsed this morning with Lexi. She wanted to watch, which is very cute. <laughs> so I'm really, really excited to help you find your flow today. And just as we kick off, I would love to know who's in the room. So can you give me a bit of a wave if you're a business owner right now? Bit of a wave. Yes, love. Um, give me a wave if you're planning to start your own business. You haven't got one yet, but you're planning. Yes, I can see. Yes. Elka, that's you. Your name is Ben today. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure that's Elka. That's not Ben. And, and then also tell me if you're an employee. So who's working at the moment for someone else's business? Gold, thank you so much. Um, and who's it's complicated? A few. I've <laughs> got a few it's complicated. I don't know if that's even a thing now that we still update our Facebook status. I'm probably still single on my Facebook status right now. So a few people are complicated. So as I get started, so I want to tell you a bit about what to expect today and and and, and from from this flow um, the flow framework session but I'd love to know in the comments so I'm going to be using the chat box a lot because we've got a pretty big group I mean at the moment there's 64 of us online at the moment and two more just coming in so we've got a pretty big group so I'm not going to be to be as like kind of jumping to people as much as I would with a smaller group so in the chat box I want to know there was obviously something that called you to the session there was something that pulled you to it 
tell me in the chat box what was that like what was the main reason that you said there's endless other things I could be doing for this hour what's the reason that you chose to join myself and the rest of the group today Sam said flow <laughs> okay cool so tell me what does that look like what why why did you join and then what I'd like you to think about is with that that's poll that called for you joining is to also ask you invite you to think about how can you make that into an intention so sam you want to find find your flow beck next and hi beck you want to reset your flow for a new challenge so you're that's your intention you've, you've already articulated it like that so think about going into this next hour what does success look like for you because i really want to make sure that i get you there as part of this and that's why i'm asking you to share because, uh, yeah, Sally said it's an addictive feeling. It really is. Um, so I want to make sure that I'm ticking, ticking those boxes for you. So my intention for today is to step you through the flow framework. I've got my trusty flip chart ready to go for, for all of you today. And, and I also want to share a little bit of Bayette Bowl Darling. So that is my new business baby. I've been hyping this for a while. It was the new thing. And there was so many times on podcast episodes and Insta stories where I just wanted to tell you what it was. So Bowl Darling is now in the world. Thank God. I'm wearing my Bowl Darling power suit, the Bowl Darling lipstick. So I'll be telling you a bit about that. And, and it goes without saying like what I am presenting to you today, that's almost like a snapshot of what Bowl Darling will, will be and, and who we will be as a group as well. And I'm already looking at these beautiful faces on here and like, this is it. Like, I already feel like this is what Bold Darling feels like when we get together as a group for the first time. And, and I also want to help you realize your intention, of course. That's my, 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 my overarching intention here is to help you get what you want to get out of, of today's session. And, and I also want to say as well, I have got a bonus for those who are with me at the end. There's a special bonus that's going to be coming your way later on this afternoon. So I would encourage you, if you can, stay until the end because it is one that is worth waiting for and is very much in line with, with, with what we're talking about today as well. So I'm going to start with the problem. And this is so perfect. I'm just looking at all your chats. This is exactly what I wanted to create today. So the problem that I see, so for those of you who, I mean, I'm assuming you know a bit about me if you're joining this session. For those of you who don't, I am on my second business. The second business, which is, I guess, Brand Lorraine, is my second business. And as part of this business, I get to both group mentor and also one-on-one -on -one mentor a lot of female entrepreneurs and professionals. And so what I'm sharing with you today is a framework that has helped them a lot over the last few weeks since I created it. And it's been getting such brilliant results as part of my one-on-one -on -one sessions that I said, okay, that's it. I've, I've got to create a masterclass on this exact topic. So the problem that I see a lot of female entrepreneurs having, it's a, <laughs> I feel like the top of the spiral is, Lorraine, I'm just feeling a bit overwhelmed. Like I just don't seem to be, actually, sorry. It's never said in that tone. It's like, Lorraine, I'm feeling really overwhelmed. I, don't know, I feel like I'm being pulled in 50 different directions and I just don't really know where to start with everything. That's kind of the, the first like little red flag for me as a mentor that someone is starting to kind of slip into that overwhelm spiral down. And um, the next sign that I see is a resentment starting to build. So a resentment of the business, but also I've got some people nodding already. <laughs> yes, the resentment, you know, it's resentment of the business or, or it could be resentment at home as well. And then it continues to spiral down and spiral down if it's if it's not dealt with, as like most issues in our lives do. And if it's still not dealt with, what we actually start to what I see is 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 women falling out of love with their businesses. And and I know I've had that experience myself in both business at different times. And and it's a really horrible place to be because 
we kind of look back and go, I could have just stayed in that job. And that would have been so much easier than all the shit that I'm dealing with right now in, in my business day. So that's, I guess, the spiral that I see. And, and that was the, the reason that I wanted to create this, this flow framework, because when we're feeling overwhelmed, we've got that lack of clarity. There's no structure. There's no flow. What's happening is, and someone already used this word um, further up on the, the, the comments, that, that sense of stagnation. Like we feel like we're stagnating as, as individuals. And also we feel like we're stagnating within our businesses. And then what happens, of course, is we hit this like ceiling where we're not going anywhere. And that even intensifies that resentment and that sense of falling out of love with our businesses because I'm working so hard and I'm still not getting anywhere. You know, that sense of like I'm you're on the, on the treadmill. You just go, 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 but you're not actually moving forward. So that's the problem that I see in, in, in the entrepreneurs that I work with and hence the, the creating of this session. And also I would say, hence the creating of Bold Darling, like that's the, the, at the core of Bold Darling is that idea that we don't need to do this on our own, that there's a better way that we, we, we can build businesses without, as I say, sacrificing ourselves on the altar. And I know that sacrifice feels like a really, really strong word, um, but that's what it feels like. And um, I did a session myself yesterday um, I signed up to do a program with Tara Bliss. Some of you may know her. And she was talking about resentment and that martyrdom, you know, and I think it's very easy for us to become martyrs of our own businesses within our own businesses. And what she was talking about when we're being martyrs, like it's we're, we're in survival mode. Like it's, I need this, I need this, I need this. And we forget about what do we want? <laughs> and it's very hard to think about what we want when we are in that fight or flight survival mode which is why it's so important that we set our, our lives up and our businesses up to be in a place that we can actually access this flow state, which is why we're, we're gathered today as a group. Oh, NTS, I'm not sure your first name, but you're saying you fall in love with your current one, you're ready to create a new one. Yeah, that makes no, so much sense. I get that. Christy said the stagnation piece. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to start now, right? I'm going to jump straight into the slow framework because we, we get the problem, yeah? And can, it, can you tell me, of these different words that I've mentioned, I've talked about resentment, I've talked about overwhelm, I've talked about you know, feeling pulled in 50 different directions, falling out of love with our businesses, potentially falling out of love with our lives. What's the word that's resonating for you most? Like, what's the real pain point for you? I would love to know. Just drop in comments. What's the, num the word that when I say it, you're like, oh, yes that's it like it kind of hits you in the heart there were so many things that Tara said yesterday that I felt like oh yeah that, that's a heart hit that one for me stagnation Yale says overwhelmed stagnation stuck overwhelmed falling out of love Tracy said Karen resentment resentment yeah overwhelmed bored Sarah yes oh my god I got full body goosebumps when you said that totally get that time management procrastination oh lots okay team we're going to lighten this, okay? We're going to make it all better. <laughs> I, you're going to be like one of my kids. I'm going to go, I'm just going to kiss it all better. Kiss it all better for you. Um, and speaking of kids, Wilder just got evicted because he was being too noisy. <laughs> he wasn't even crying. He was just, he does this thing. He's like scooting around on his bum, going in circles. He's like, eh, eh, eh. I'm like, he has, he has to go. <laughs> he has to go. So the baby's out right now. So I'm going to start sketching this for you, okay? So I suggest him, I did say this in the reminders, um, emails as well. I have a notebook with you because I really want you to be able to, to capture this as well. So this is the flow framework, three circles. And the first one we're going to talk about is priorities. And the reason we need to talk about priorities 
is that I have noticed a trend of, and I think the reason that quite a few of you are using language like overwhelmed, distracted, you know, fragmented, bored, pulled tons of tasks, Emily said, is that we have too many priorities. And the problem is, and they kind of this the sneaky trick with priorities is that when not when everything is a priority, nothing is a priority. So I want to start this conversation with you today around really checking in with you on like, what are your priorities right now? And maybe more importantly, what should your priorities be to, to build a business and build the life that, that you want to build? So I think thinking about what, knowing what our priority is, and when I say this, it's not like we need to have, you know, written in, in Sharpie marker, like this is my priority for my entire life and this is where it needs to stay. I think we need to open up our minds to the idea that priorities can be fluid. So right now, as I'm presenting to you, my priority is my business. Like I'm in full business mode here with you. And my priority is to give you an absolutely knock it out of the park experience for this for this hour that we're together. My priority at 1.30 is going to be nourishing myself with really, really good food because I burned all my <laughs> all my my calories have been burned by my brain and my and my talking for the previous hour. My priority on, on Friday is going to be having a really beautiful day with Wilder. You know, so our priorities, giving ourselves permission to shift and change our priorities is completely fine. But what's important is that we know in the present moment that we're in, whether it's in a you know, particular day, week, month, year, knowing what our priority is in that exact moment in time. And some things I want to introduce to you, to particularly as business owners, is there's some, I guess, some lenses that I would suggest you look at your priorities through. And, and one lens is your superpowers. So every single one of you on this session has your own unique set of superpowers. So what I like to think about is having maybe three to five superpowers that each of us has. And it's those superpowers that makes your business and makes your life what it is and what it the, the gives it the potential that it can have. So to give you an example, for me, I see my three superpowers as being I build relationships, I develop, I begin and develop relationships very, very quickly and, and relatively easily. And I'm also really good at business strategy and, and visualizing where I want my business to go in future. And, and something else I'm really good at is, is content creation. I mean, <laughs> you can tell me at the end of this session if I'm good at this or not. But what I like to think or one of my superpowers is is, is content creation. One of my friends, Jules, just presented on that um, Ukraine fundraiser. And she said that a major part of building influence is to be a primary translator for our audiences. So for all of you here, I am the primary translator of how we can create more flow in, in our lives. So what are your superpowers? And for some of you, you may not have thought about this before. So think about what are they, the, the, the superpowers that are innate in you that enable you to give what you give to your business and take your business where, where, where you want to take it to. So I'd love for you, as you go through, just, as you think of it, like drop in, like just give me one of your superpowers. Like what's one thing that you bring to your business? I feel like we need to move the chat box up from all the overwhelm and the heavy, <laughs> the heavy, heavy energy words. So what's one thing that you would say is one of your superpowers? Drop it in the chat box. I'd love to see it. Sam, attention to detail. Love. Beck is strategic thinking. I know you. I agree with that. Emily's strategy. Michelle, nurturing. Yes, for sure. Renee, positivity. Rachel, writing. Emily's writing as well. Gold. So the kind of the utopia for being in flow, and, and this may be a bit confronting when I share this, this figure with you, 
the utopia for you to be in max flow is for you to spend 80% of your time in your superpowers. So legit, 80%, four to five of your hours are going to be spent in your superpowers. And I would challenge, not, not challenge, but I would suggest those of you who are in that resentment, overwhelmed, funk feeling right now, is ask yourself honestly, are you even spending 20% of your time in your superpowers? And, and I, would, I would bet that the answer is no. It's probably a hard no. And for any of us, I mean, holy crap, if you forced me to sit here and look at, I know Laura sent me legal agreements to review maybe 48 hours ago, and I'm like studiously ignoring them. because It's not in my superpowers. I know I need to do it today, Laura. It's on my list today, I promise. But it's not my superpowers, you know? So if you force me to look at legal documents all day, um, to fiddle around with admin all day, to go back to careers for my accountant all day, no offense to any of the accountants, you know, I would hate that. I would not be in flow. But as it is, 80% of my time is getting, as, as, at the moment, is spent getting to do things like this. It's getting to spend time with my mentees. It's getting to create awesome new offers within my business. It's getting to write my Monday mentors. It's getting to record my podcast. Like, that's, they're my superpowers. Or you might also know that the, the term of, you know, your, your um, I'm, I'm so distracted by Billy's um, backdrop because it literally just looks like you were, you looked like you were about to mount that horse behind you. <laughs> it's so cool it looked like you were just meant to hop up and go go for a little little hack there um so if if we think about you know being being in our superpowers is is guaranteed to, to help us feel more in love less resentment more connected less overwhelmed with with our businesses and also you know quick quick tip there are three priorities that every business owner should be prioritizing no matter what stage of the journey, no matter where they are in the country, no matter how many team members they have, there's three that they should always be prioritizing. Um, The first one is sales. So sales is the lifeblood for any business. If there's no sales in your business, you're not going to have a business pretty, pretty damn quickly. And I'm a big believer in the fact that there's no problem in business that more money can't solve. Like there's no problem. So as business owners, we need to be prioritizing sales. It absolutely needs to be in our top three priorities each week and each each year in our businesses. The second priority is growing. So if we don't have a team yet, you know, starting, if we do have a team, growing our team. And if we do have a team, also developing our team. Because until our team can increase their capacity and their capability and their autonomy, there is no way that we can then increase our capacity and spend more time in our superpowers. So if you're in a situation whereby you're constantly feeling you need to micromanage or really go back and and check or even worse, rework the work that your team are doing, that's time that you could be spending in your superpowers growing your business. So really thinking about that, are you genuinely, you know, hand on heart, are you prioritizing growing your team and developing the team that you do have? It's a massive blind spot I see for, for, for a lot of business owners, and it's something that I work a lot within my mentees is, okay, this is your team. They're awesome. How do we develop that team so that you can then develop? And one of my great friends and mentors, Jack Deloso, who a lot of you will probably know, he's the founder of The Entourage. He said to me years ago, I was like three months into my first business. And he said, Lorraine, a business will never outgrow its founder. So think about the language that some of you are using there. You know, if we feel like we're stagnating, if we feel overwhelmed, that's exactly how our business is going to be. Yeah. So we need to be constantly stretching and growing and evolving in order to create the bigger container and the bigger space for our businesses to do the same. 
So on priorities, sales, epic, epically important priority. Second is team, building, growing our team. And the third priority is business strategy. No one in your life is going to give, and I, I hope there's no kids here. No one in your life and your business is going to give as many fucks for your business as you do. No one. If you're feeling right now that your business is in a funk, no one is saving it except you. You need to be the one to get yourself out of it. And it's so annoying (laughs) because all I want to do when I'm in those funky zones is just sit in a corner and just let someone else deal with it. Like, like, just let someone else fix it. And, and that, that doesn't work because no, no one's coming to fix it. I I like to think about, you know, we're, we're our own hero with this or heroine with this. So business strategy is the third part that every business owner should be prioritizing. You know, you need to be charting the course between where you're at now, where you want to get to, and then how you're going to get to that point that you want to be at. Okay. So team, I hope this is okay. I'm speaking really, really directly because I know that you're not devoting an hour of your time to something to be um, patted on the back, to be told, you know, I'm sorry. I am kissing it better, but I'm trying to kiss it better with some tough love and some truth. <laughs> so I, I hope that that tone is landing and you know that it's as always coming from a really loving place and, and wanting wanting you to, to succeed. Um, Ness says you speak my language. Okay, phew. I, I don't know if that was the F-bomb, the strategic F-bomb, or that was just generally. <laughs> so know your priorities, okay? Step one in the, flame, the flow framework is to know your priorities. And I can guarantee you, I've got a little hack how I could know what your priorities are in your life. If I asked you to share a screen with me and I jumped into your calendar and I looked at your calendar, I can deduce pretty quickly from that calendar what your priorities are each week because our calendars need to reflect the priorities that we say we want in our lives. So I can say, for example, time with my kids is really important. You know, they're my first priority and everything I do is for my kids. And and if I look at my calendar and because I color code my calendar, as some of you (laughs) know, and kid time is in lavender. It's like that light purple color that Google, Google, Google calendar gives you. And if I look at my calendar and there's no purple time, well, I know like I'm, I'm, I'm not prioritizing um, family or, or kid time. So I, I would ask you to ask yourself that tough question around if you look at your calendar, is it truly reflective of the priorities that you could or should or maybe might think about having in your business? And just let me know in chat, you know, if you look at your calendar, does does it reflect your priorities right now? Just just give me a yes or no in the chat. I'd love love to know. Okay. No. Monique is a yes. <laughs> Leisha's no. Ben, uh, Elka's no. Yale's ish. Ish. Love it. She's an ish. So think about priorities, okay? That's step one in the flow framework. Now I want to move on because I have so much I want to take you through in this time. So once we get clear on our priorities, next one we go to is our boundaries okay and the reason everyone that I started with priorities is that until we know what our priorities are we don't actually know what we're trying to protect does that make sense because if we're rushing around like headless chicken saying everything's important everything's important but but we're not um really are clearly articulating we'll actually know these three to five things are the most important things then there's no point in having boundaries because we're not, there's nothing we're actually trying to ring fence time or energy or money around. So the next thing we start to think about is once we're clear on what our priorities are, then we start to think about, okay, what are the boundaries that we're putting around those priorities in order for us to have those? Okay. And I think boundaries has become a bit of a, um, a buzzword, you know, it's become, 
in 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 the whole self help space and personal development space, I think it's been talked about a lot. I think it's a space that has gotten really confusing. We don't really know like is that a boundary? Were my boundaries transgressed? I don't really know. And so what I just want to do is make it really, really simple for us today, okay? Because those of you who've worked with me before joined joined anything that I've done. I'm a big believer in KISS, keep it simple, stupid. And and what I like to think about in terms of boundaries is there's there's two parts to boundaries, okay? We're going to have the intrinsic boundaries, which are internal to us. And we're also going to have extrinsic boundaries, which are external to us, okay? So if we almost like split this circle in two, and on this side, we're going to have intrinsic. And on this side, we're going to have extrinsic. Oh, my God. I, I couldn't count in the previous session. As soon as you're presenting with a whiteboard, I'm like, uh, I can't, I can't remember how to count or, or how to spell. All right, so let's talk about intrinsic boundaries first, okay? So intrinsic boundaries, as I said, is anything internal to us, okay? It's the, it's, it's anything to do with how we're managing ourselves and showing up day to day in in, in our lives. And and to give you some ex- as examples of intrinsic boundaries, there might be, you know, when we choose to sleep, um, when we'll, what we eat. Uh, what work hours we have, and um, it might be uh, how we approach our to-do list each day. It might be the people that we choose to surround us with, and maybe the people that we choose to distance ourselves from in our lives. They're all examples of intrinsic boundaries. And the thing with intrinsic boundaries, and those of you who know me will know that Wade is—he's um, military, so he was in the army. Um, he's back in the army now at the moment in a, in a strategic role. And, and he taught me so much about leadership. And, and what I realized from very, very early days in our relationship 13 years ago um, was that the most important type of leadership is self-leadership, how we are leading ourselves, because that's going to dictate you know, how we are, as I said, showing up in our lives. But it's also going to dictate the model that we um, model to other people, whether it's our kids, it's our team members, it's our colleagues, it's our families, um, whatever it might be, okay? So think about your intrinsic boundaries are how you choose to self-lead yourself. Because if we can't self-lead, we have the odds are so stacked against us to actually be able to lead others. Again, whether it's team, kids, whatever it might be. Okay. So intrinsic boundaries are how you self-lead. And some examples for me, I mean, I've, I've already shared some of those is, you know, sleep. What's my bedtime? Really, really simple. Like, what's my bedtime? <laughs> Because I know that the quality of my sleep dictates the success of the next day. Yeah, as I'm sure most people will have experienced that. I posted an Insta story post last night about, it was the night before last, last night, it's all blurry, and on our horrible night's sleep with Wilder the night before. And I had so many messages and comments back from people going, I'm the same, I'm the same. It must be the equinox. I don't even know what the equinox is, but apparently there's something going on. So, you know, sleep, I know if I sleep well the night before, that sets me up for so much greater success the next day. Another one is my work hours. So I don't work Mondays and Fridays. I work Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And that's a little bit more flexy over this week because obviously launching Bell Darling and it's it's all hands on deck and lots of chats with potential members and all that exciting stuff. Uh, But generally outside of this launch period, I don't work. On, on Mondays and Fridays. They're my day to be with Wilder. They're my day to do kind of the, the, the mama admin. It's my day to do any personal appointments that I want to do. It's it's just my day to kind of just do everything outside of my business so that when I launch into Tuesday morning back to work, you know, and it, it's on, like it is on. 
So that's an example of an intrinsic boundary for me is, is, is my work hours and my calendar. You know, how is my calendar set up? What am I choosing to spend time on? So think about for you, what's an intrinsic boundary? Just give me an example of one intrinsic boundary. And it doesn't have to be something that you're absolutely nailing, but maybe it's an intrinsic boundary that you want to improve on or you're focusing on at the moment. Just give me, give me an example in the chat what that would be. I'm trying to keep up with the chat. There's so many of us on, which is so fun. Yeah, Sarah's sleep. Tracy, Miracle Morning. Yes. Haven't read the Miracle Morning book, team. Please read it. Laura, would you mind just dropping a link to the Miracle Morning book in there, actually? Awesome book. Regular waking hours, work hours. That's a really big one. Don't move, don't move. Nicola, not staying at work unnecessarily. Go home. Yes, that's such a massive one. I totally, I totally resonate with what you're saying there. Calls only twice, two days a week is Yale. Hina's work hours. Christy, daily steps. Love, love, love. Uh, Rena, protecting time for exercise. Exercise. Yeah. And we're going to talk more about exercise um, shortly as well. Gold. Hi, honey. Um, so thinking about what are the intrinsic boundaries, okay? Because until we get those in place, it's very hard for us to either create or maintain the extrinsic boundaries in our life, okay? So let's talk about extrinsic boundaries. This is any boundary to do with uh, entities external to you, people external to you, commitments external to you. Um, so of course, when we talk about businesses, there's a lot of extrinsic boundaries in there, you know, when we're going to work, who we're going to work with. Um, which clients we say yes to, which ones we say no to, which team members we choose to keep on board versus which ones we we move on gently. And um, there's a lot of extrinsic boundaries that goes on in business. Thank you, Laura. That's great. And then thinking about, you know, just some of the examples. Okay, these are where I see the almost like the 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 the, the, the hotspots coming in from my mentees is in in terms of extrinsic boundaries is their teams disturbing them like. A million times more than necessary. That's a huge one. And um, pretty much step one, when myself and I know Michelle will back this up. So Michelle Broadbent, who's my co-mentor on Bold Darling, is on the session as well. Michelle and I, like we are such big believers in DND time, like do not disturb time. Because I can guarantee if you're sitting there with a team member in, in person or you're on Slack together or you're on Zoom, like the, the influx of dis disruptions and distractions is epic. And and it's challenging for various different reasons. I think one reason, of course, is it takes your takes you out of flow state, which you're obviously trying to be in. But also, it's disempowering to the team. You know, if you're always there to answer a question, then they never need to learn how, how to actually go and stand on their own two feet and figure out the answers themselves. So it's actually very healthy for a team for you not to be available twenty four seven for them. And, and that kind of can feel a bit counterintuitive for, for many leaders, I think. So I hope this isn't making noise, but I seem to adjust my earbud. So thinking about do not disturb time with your team. Like what are the windows of time that you can take that you're not going to be disturbed by anyone? And team, clients, suppliers, contractors, anyone. And, and even if that starts with just one hour, I had a mentee in my last mastermind. And what we created was from 11 to 2, 11 a.m. to 12, sorry, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., she was out of power. It was like, do not disturb her time. She was in her zone. And the incredible productivity she got from just that hour was incredible. You know, just one hour and the difference that that can make. So think about for you, are there some extrinsic boundaries to be laid down around your availability to, to those who you work with in your business? Um, and then the other thing then as well, and, and someone already touched on this, the calls, only doing calls two days a week is your meetings, like when are you having meetings? And I think we particularly, 
in the earlier days, I think of a business, we feel like oh, we should be available all the time. You know, I should say yes to a meeting whenever anyone needs me. And it's amazing when you just go back and say, actually, I can't do Thursday. Can you do Friday instead? And people go, oh, yeah, cool. That's fine. You know, we, we build this up to be so much bigger a deal than it is. But if we're not available, we're not available. And that's where the, the, the intrinsic boundary starts to kick in as well. Like I said, I was going to spend two hours in sales on Friday morning. Therefore, I'm going to say no to this meeting with a potential supplier because I know my intrinsic boundary is that the sales is more important, the bigger priority for my business right now. And then another one as well is deadlines and responsiveness. Like, do you really need to promise to get back, get something back the next day? Could two days suffice? And then if you get it back a day early, that's even better. I'm, I'm a big love of a big lover of the idea of oh, under promise and over deliver. You know, if someone's expecting you to get it back tomorrow, but you get it back this evening. So building yourself in that buffer. And I'm going to underline that the buffer underline for any of us who also have humans, small humans in our lives. Like we know <laughs> they come with built in curveballs. So particularly if you if you, you're a mom, you've got small kids, you know, we're living in Holy God, like the COVID curveball, curveball, you know, it just keeps coming. And um, just be mindful as well. Like build yourself in some buffer. There's no need to be, you know, going up against the clock all of the time because I'm going to talk in a few minutes about how ineffective team t- time management is such a zapper of our energy as well. Nessa saying, I was a shocker at saying, I'll get that to you this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, definitely a way to put pressure on yourself, my dear. Totally get that. So that's just a few small examples, okay, of of intrinsic versus extrinsic boundaries. I could create the perfect set of boundaries for me that would be horrible for Laura. Um, Yale, you could create the perfect set of boundaries for you that would be just horrible for you, Elka. You know, Nicola, same versus Amy. You know, everyone's going to be very, very different. Um, And what I will say to you, we, we talked earlier on in our session as we started about the whole idea of you know, resentment and overwhelm and so on. But just staying on resentment for a moment, I can guarantee you if you're experiencing either frequent or intense resentment in your business, I can guarantee you that there is some kind of boundary that's you don't even know it because it's almost like an unconscious boundary. There's some kind of boundary that's being transgressed. And that's why you're feeling that sense of resentment and overwhelm. So it's almost like, you know, we talk about um, like corruption and, you know, how do we how do we get to the bottom of corruption? Uh, you, you follow the money. Yeah, that's the kind of with my my private investigator hat on. You follow the money like my Aaron Brockovich hat on. But if we're thinking about in terms of resentment, it's like follow the resentment, like wherever there's resentment lingering for you right now, whether it's in your life or your business, I guarantee you there's some kind of boundary that you could create in order to either reduce the impact of that resentment or or negate it altogether. Does that make sense? Can you give me a thumbs up if that point's landing? Because I think it's a pretty big one I've noticed from my mentees. Amazing. Thanks, team. Thank you. Okay. So if boundaries are a specific challenge for you, you will love the bonus (laughs) that's coming up at the end. I've got something in my... No, I don't have a back pocket in my suit pants. I'm I'm so not used to wearing suit pants. I feel like a real like grown-up in these pants. But I've got something in the um, front pocket for, for you um, when, when it comes to boundaries, which I'll share at the end as well. So follow the resentment. Yeah. What boundary could you create in order to, to, to negate that resentment? And, and I know for me that that shocking night's sleep the night before last. I mean, I was really resentful of my family because I'm lying there going, I just want to sleep. Like I want I wasn't yelling like that. I was very tempted. <laughs> I haven't hit that point just yet. 
you know, I just want to sleep. I've got an awesome week in my business. I'm loving it. I want to be so on, like I want to be 150% showing up for everyone that I'm showing up for this week and next week in my business. And I was really resentful because resentment kicks in when we feel like we're missing out on something, like something or someone is creating something in our lives that's making us feel like we're missing out. So follow the resentment to see what are you missing out on and then ponder what is a boundary that you could create in order to reduce the impact of, of that resentment, okay? Yeah, Tracy's saying I totally relate to the resentment due to lack of boundaries. Amy got the time wrong. Don't worry, Amy, there's about 17 Amys on here, so you'll just blend in. <laughs> I won't even know which Amy you are that was like, you're totally fine. I'm just glad you're here. Thank you. Um, Nicola's saying, not saying yes to everyone and everything at the cost of my own sanity and peace. Triaging the to-dos, love that. So they're given a priority rating. What do I not do to make time for that task? Not always self-sacrificing. Yes, 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 yes. Speaking my language, Nicola, love that. Okay, let's jump on to the third part of the flow framework, which is, can anyone guess actually? Does anyone put up their hand and go guess? No one's brave enough. Okay. So the third part of the flow framework is energy management. Some people are smiling. I think they did guess, but they were too afraid to back themselves on that. <laughs> so energy management is the third part of the flow framework, right? So just then stepping through. First of all, we articulate what our priorities are. Secondly, we create some boundaries in order to protect those priorities. And then thirdly, we make sure that there's enough energy in the tank for us to go and then make those priorities and boundaries happen. And Alex Stewart, and some of you may know, a lot of you will probably know Alex Stewart. She's the founder of Low Tox Life. And she asked me to join her on a session for her mastermind group. It was a membership group. I can't remember which it was a couple of years ago. And oh, I, I feel like I can feel this physically in my body again, he, he, you know, reminding myself of what she said. And she said, Lorraine, you know what? We have to ask who benefits when women are exhausted. And I wrote about this in my Step Into You book as well. Like if women are exhausted, they're overwhelmed. They, they're not going to challenge the status quo. Like who benefits from that? So what we need to do, yes, we need to do the priorities. Yes, we need to, to think about our boundaries. But we also need to make sure that we have enough energy in order to maintain those boundaries. Does that make sense? Because yesterday, <laughs> I was probably anyone's <laughs> in terms of boundaries because I was too exhausted. You know, when you're so when it's burnt out because of your business, you've been pulling all-nighters with kids or, you know, relationship issues are just getting to a point where they're just not, you know, it's really not sustainable or you've got ongoing health issues, like chronic issues that are, are really detracting your energy from that. But when we're in that position, like we just don't have it in us. Like it's just not in us to go. And, and, and sometimes it feels like, you know, turning the Titanic, trying to get on top of the business issues or, or trying to connect with a, a child who are having some, 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 you know, ongoing behavioral issues with. So we need the energy in the tank. Yeah. And I shared an analogy in Step Into You as well around capital versus interest. So um, what I talked about was it was an, an American soprano singer. I think she's like the 1940s, I think. And, and what she said was that we need to operate out of the interest. If we think about our energy as a, as a bank account, yeah, we need to operate out of our interests, not out of our capital. So if we think about it, if we're with our interest, you know, we spend, we pay, pay out money, energy, and we get some more money back, you know, more energy. We almost want that to be like this self-sustaining cycle so that that lump sum, like that capital is always kept intact. I'm laughing because Elk is a financial advisor, so I'm speaking her language right now. You know, we always want to protect the capital. And what I see with my mentees, particularly the business owners, 
is that the capital is gone. Like the capital left like a month ago, maybe a year ago. And for some of them, they, they sorry, they, the interest is gone. And for some of them, the capital is almost gone. And, and that's why I've created Bill Darling, because I want to create a framework and an infrastructure whereby women feel more supported. They, they feel more connected with other women who are on the same journey. And they've got the know-how, you know, they've got the experts. I've gone and curated, curated these incredible experts who I lean on myself. You know, I've got a session with Robert, myself and I have our session with Robert, our relationship therapist tomorrow. And he's one of the experts because I have learned so much from him in terms of how do I stay connected with Wade and him with me when we're both building businesses? Like, it's not easy. <laughs> it's, it's really, really not easy. And then, you know, throw 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 a second kid in there and it's it's challenging. So I've gone and found these experts because I want to make help women feel more supported and to feel connected. And can I actually ask a question? And we're in a really, really safe space here, as I hope you always find feel with, with anything that you do with me. Just give me a hands up. Have you felt lonely in your business at points? Quite a few of you have. And I would actually put probably three hands up if I had one. Lyndall said 100%. Rachel says yes. Yeah, it's it's lonely. Emily said yes as well. It's really, really lonely. And so anyway, back to energy management. So we want to operate out of our interest, okay? So that's where we try to be. And, and what I've found is that a lot of us are very good at business strategy. We're very good at creating strategies for our clients and proposals for our clients and you know plans for our clients. But we're not very good at actually strategizing our energy. And I, 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 I have yet to meet someone who has said, I've got a strategy for my energy management. I've got the business plan, but I've also got the energy management plan to match it. And when I was coming back into my business after having Wilder, so I took June, July, August, I stepped back from the business. And, and when I came back in, I created this kick-ass quarterly plan. Like it was kick-ass. And then I just had this moment of going, whoa, Lorraine, you've got like a two-month-old baby, 10 weeks, I think it was at the time. You've got Lexi, who's still adjusting to being a big sister. You're still physically recovering from birth, which, you know, it's it's a huge physical experience to give birth and for your body to rebuild and your levels and so on to rebuild. And, you know, if you're going to do this business plan, you're going to need something to support you, Lorraine, in order to do this. And that's the energy management plan that I come up come up with. So I'm going to sketch this out. Now, I, I, I could honestly spend hours on this particular point. Um, we don't have that time. Um, but I just want to sketch out the different levels of the energy management plan so you have it. And then I'm going to send it over to you. I'll, I'll, I'll pop a, a PDF worksheet in, in the, um, the follow-up to this session as well. So the seven levels your energy management plan. And this is what, if you're serious about creating the business you want to create, you need to have one of these plans as well. This is where I forgot to count earlier. Five, six, seven. So the bottom is sleep. Probably pretty obvious, especially given my story about the last couple of weeks in our household, the last couple of nights. Okay. The next one is hydration. Are we drinking enough water? I get so frazzled and overwhelmed and exhausted. You know what? On the session this morning, I said this point as well. And Pretty much everyone in the session picked up their water bottle at the same time. It's like, oh, yeah, I should drink some water. I should drink some water. And my watch reminds me, too. That might be helpful for some of you. And the next one following on from food is nutrition. So it's not to say we need to eat perfectly clean, you know, 100% of the time. But are we genuinely putting food into us that nourishes everyone's drinking water? That's gold. Are Are we putting the food in that's going to build our energy? The next one is time management. There is nothing more destructive to our energy than rushing. 
because it's just pointless. It burns energy and it stresses us out and stresses everyone around us out. You know, I talk a lot in my work about the, you know, our energy, our vibration. Rushing is such a low vibe activity and it doesn't serve anything, you know? So how can we manage our time better so that we're not rushing? If it's allowing buffer time between meetings, Laura knows like if she's booking sessions for me in my calendar, I need 15 minutes buffer time between sessions because I don't want to, I, I never stop on the clock at my mentoring sessions. We always go, you know, a couple of minutes over at least. So I, I hate the idea of rushing off one session to get on another, you know, and starting on the back foot with that second session. So, you know, if you want more on this, Get Remarkably Organized, my second book is your go-to. That effective time management boosts our energy because it gives us more spaciousness. Ah, you said I'm trying to see your name. Kat, she has her energy management plan up. You can all have a, ma- a plan like Kat later on today. We'll send it over to you. Okay, next thing is movement. It never fails to amaze me. I have a nightly, um, a Monday night walk with my friend Leela, and we walk for about an hour and a half on a Monday, about seven o'clock. Kids go down and um, I'm out of here. And I might have had a really big day because that's obviously my day I'm not working. So like I'm Wilder's child must be 11 kilos now. He's so heavy. You know, I'm lifting him. I'm organizing like the, the family admin, whatever I'm doing. And, and my brain can feel quite tired stepping out to see Leela on, at seven o'clock on a Monday. And it never fails to amaze me how my body is just like, OK, yes, I wanted to move. Like, let me move. So that movement piece is so important to, to generate that energy for ourselves. And for everyone, it's going to be very, very different as to what that movement looks like for you and I'm having an absolute mind fart mindset mindset critical Emma Isaacs business chicks told me years ago she's like Lorraine business is 90% mindset and I could not agree with her more how many of us have had shocking days you know something happened that morning and we just decided we're in a bad mood and everything just got progressively worse (laughs) throughout the day So having effective strategies to protect our mindset and to constantly be elevating it is absolutely critical. I honestly don't know how you could build a successful business without having some mindset strategies as well. So just a couple of examples for mine. Um, Affirmations. So affirmations every morning and every evening. Um, Meditation every morning um, when humanly possible. And the other thing, I actually sprayed this just before our session. I don't know if you can actually see sprays there, but like resonant essences. I love these. Where are we there? That's the success one. So I've got a whole library of these, but just little tools. You know, you don't need to drop lots of money. A lot of this stuff is free. But what are the things that help you elevate your mindset? And as I said, I don't think we can build successful businesses if we're not effectively managing and optimizing our mindset. And the last thing is nice things. These are the special things that make us feel good, that make us feel lit up. And um, the other evening, I was starting to feel a bit stressy with launch stuff because there's just so much to do. Um, but, you know, we're on top of it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but I was really kind of going, oh, my God, there's still so much to do. You know, we're getting to launch tomorrow. And this, I just feel like there's lots that we need to organize. And I got served this ad on Instagram because, of course, I was on Instagram. <laughs> like So much to do. But I had five minutes to be on Instagram, as we do. And I got served an ad for this event, which just sounds awesome. So it's Taylor Swift songs performed by a string, string quartet and in a fully candlelit venue. I was like, oh my God, that sounds awesome. So I messaged two of my friends, Annie, who's on this session is coming. My friend Emma's coming as well. And I booked that and it just felt so nice to have like just something silly and fun and enjoyable to look forward to in my friends and my calendar. So think about what are the nice things for you? Now, it might be a massage where, where we live in Sydney. There's a bathhouse nearby. I think it's like 
$49, to go and spend an hour in the bathhouse where you do like sauna, steam room. Like that to me is such a nice thing. It's like, feels like total indulgence. Drop into the comments. What's your nice thing? Like, what's the thing when it's in your calendar? You feel like, oh, I'm ready to go. Oh, Sally went to the Tay-Tay thing and it was good. Oh, I'm so excited. Cannot wait for the Tay-Tay thing. Oh, float tank is Leisha. Sarah's massage, nails. Beck is Yin. Yes, love Yin. Jane is book club. We've got a book club as part of Full Darling. I cannot wait to do book club, my own book club. Rhea's reading. Karen is relaxation yoga. Love, 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 love. So good. So what are your nice things? Yeah, because they boost your energy, not just when you're having them, but also when you are enjoying, you know, when, when you know that it's coming up, it's, it's a massive energy boost. So you probably know where I'm going with this now that we've built the, the flow framework. If we go back to the framework, ideally what we want, yeah, from flow, we want you to be potent. We want you to be at your very potent, most productive most energized, most flowy, most connected self. That potency comes from here. This is your sweet spot. This is the potent spot in the middle where you're clear on what your priorities are. You've got clear boundaries around that and you're actively, you're actively maintaining and optimizing your energy. You there, you're fucking unstoppable. That's where we want to get you to, yeah? And that's what Bold Darling is about. It's about getting you here. And it was really, really lovely. I sent a message to a few of my mentees and said, hey, can you just like send me some nice words like about like working with me? And so many of them said this back to me. You know, I'm in flow. Like I'm working on the things that I should be working on. I'm clear on what my priorities are. I know where my boundaries are. Like they said it back to me, which just felt so good and, and, and so incredibly fulfilling. So team, I, I'm going to try have time for questions. If you do have any questions, this is the moment to drop them in now. Um, I'm just going to make sure that my laptop is actually charging because that would be absolutely disastrous if the laptop died. One second. I just realized it was at 17%. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to make it to the end of this masterclass. So any questions, right? Drop, drop them in. Would love to, love to hear your questions. So I feel like I've talked to you about Bull Darling as we've gone through. Um, Laura, would you actually just pop the link in, in for me as well, please? Um, you, I feel like this is like, honestly, if you wanted like a taster of what Bold Darling is, this is it. And I don't even mean like the content, like, you know, kind of the brain stuff. I mean, the heart stuff. You know, I, I hope you can tell from this session how, how from my heart this entire program and this whole venture is. And, and Michelle's the same. You know, we are both so lit up about this. Um, I've interviewed her for the podcast. It's going up tomorrow morning. We're just, this, this, is, this is a heart project, you know, and maybe that's kind of a, subliminal that's where my red was coming from because I knew the logo needed to be red like it maybe it's, it's the heart you know the love that that's in it so you you understand that it's 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 the love it's the heart my my intention with Bold Darling is to have you operating from here that that's it and in terms of the program so there's a curriculum and um, because what I've realized and I, I know I've talked about this quite a lot is that Business success is just the tip of the iceberg. You know, it's everything under that is that what ladders up to actually helping us be successful in business. And that's why we've got a relationships expert. That's why we've also got a profit first expert. That's why we've also got a creativity and innovation expert. It's all the parts of you that, that contribute to helping you build a successful business. And uh, there's two levels of membership. So the up close, I, my God, I cannot tell you how much I agonized over what to name these tiers. You know what I was going to do? I was going to call one the bold and one the beautiful. <laughs> but I was like, 
I don't think the bold people would appreciate that going, oh, well, we're not we're not the beautiful crew. So the, the up close one is is you get all of the group mentoring experiences, but then you also get me and Michelle. So Michelle's on this on this session as well. And if you want to know more about Michelle, listen to the podcast interview in the morning as well, because you'll get a very good flavor of, of, of who she is. And then in terms of the group mentoring, then we've got the monthly workshop. We've also got an expert then each month who speaks to our monthly theme. And and you, you've got us, you know, we're your confidants. You've also got your community in, in Bill Darling as well. And um, doors are open until Thursday next week. So a week today, we just started a seven-day countdown on Insta today. And how it works is you fill out an application form, which is really straightforward. Yale, is Yale still with me? Yeah, Yale was a pretty straightforward to do the form. You sent one through last night. Yeah, gold. And um, it's really straightforward. Some really, really simple questions. And then what I'll do is then I will have a look at your application. And then you will get an email to book in a call with me. I'm having calls with everyone who's applying because I'm getting quite a few questions over email, Insta, and um, also um, over, um, sorry, email, Insta, and, and over Facebook as well. So I just want to have chats with everyone because I just want to make sure that everyone um, gets the, their chance to answer the questions. And also, you know, it's brand new. I want I want this to be a listening exercise around what, what's really drawing people into the program as well. So if you want to get your application in like today, we can chat this afternoon. <laughs> we could be doing this this afternoon. You might hear Wilder in the background. You might be hearing eh, eh, eh in the background. Um, but I've got time this afternoon. There's some spots for calls this afternoon. So that that's our chance to have a conversation. Goes without saying, if you've got any other questions about it, I mean, ask here in chat because I've got a couple of minutes to answer questions here. Um, and please don't think there's any stupid questions. I guarantee you, if you've got a question about it, someone else is definitely going to have the same question as well. And what I'd really love to remind you of, because, I mean, if I have done my job properly today, and actually while I'm, while I'm sketching this out, can you jump into um, chat and tell me what's been your biggest takeout from today? Like what's been the one thing that you've gone, oh, I need to write that down or, you know, what's hit you in the heart or what's given you the the, the, the kind of goosebumps moment? Um, let, let me know in chat what what, what that is. And um, someone has just asked, Lyndall has asked, how many times a year will doors open? <laughs> Going to be really honest, I don't know. <laughs> because there's a few other things that I want to launch underneath Bold Darling. They will be open at least once more this year. Um, and it will not be before July. Um, that's as much as I know right now. I feel like I'm giving a very politician's answer. <laughs> I actually just don't know yet. I'm just just landing everything else in at the moment. So just jump in. Tell me what's been your one biggest takeout. I always love asking that question. And I just want to sketch this. This is actually something that Jack sketched for me years and years and years ago. If we think about that, this is knowledge. Knowledge is going up. This is time. I'm hoping what you've experienced from the next over the last hour, just under an hour together, is that you've you know you're kind of going along here, and then hopefully you've had a bit of a spike. You know, there's been a spike in knowledge. Something has been unlocked for you that hopefully wasn't there when you, when you jumped on this session at 12:30. But then what happens is, you know, you get off the session, you go grab your lunch if you haven't had it yet. You get a client phone call and um, one of the kids falls over. If you've got your kids at home at the moment, you know, something you, you go back into IRL, you know, you're back in real life. And what happens then is the knowledge that we had just kind of starts to taper off a bit. And then eventually we just go back to, you know, where we, where we were before. OK, what I want for you is to continue here. This is where I want you. <laughs> So that's why I would really invite you to think about Bull Darling, if it's calling to you, to really think about it, because I want you, you know, hockey stick. That's where I want you in terms of your growth and your development, your capacity, and, and also your, your love for your business. I mean, really, we commit so much time. 
and so much life force to these businesses. You know, we, we want them to be lighting us up. We want them to be facilitating the lives and the lifestyles that we want to create, not, not the other way around. You know, we don't want them to be actively pulling us away from, from our joy and our life force. And God knows there's enough horribleness going on in the world right now. And I really do believe that it's it's down to us to create awesome businesses that that are going to raise the vibration of the planet on a very spiritual level, but also to generate cash. You know, I've been donating to various causes in Ukraine, various causes in the floods. Like I can't do that if I'm struggling to pay my next my my supplier invoices six months. Like it's it's important for us to make money so we can enjoy the lifestyles we enjoy, want to enjoy, but also to go and give it to those who aren't the incredibly privileged people that every single one of us sitting on this session are today. And I'm just looking at what your biggest takeouts. Just let me know as well if there's any last questions. You've got a couple of minutes. I timed this well. This is a rare, a rare feat. I'm very proud of myself. Okay, a few questions. I'm hoping I'm getting some. Um, Laura, would you just copy and paste any questions just in case I miss them? Um, Ayla is saying, is this only for business owners? It would also be beneficial for people within a business who want to supercharge their careers within a business. Yes, 100%, Ayla. So I would look at the personal level. I don't think the one-on-one level is going to be right for you. And I would say if you want to yeah, build your entrepreneurial um, skills, then for sure, have a look at personal. I think it'd be really good. And as I said, it's kind of like a school for life as well as business. So um, it, it, it could be really, really good for you. But as I said, do, do your application, book in a call, and I can kind of go to your individual. I feel like I'm doing that thing, you know, this is not personalized health or financial advice. So I, I want to talk to everyone individually as well. And just seeing what everyone's biggest takeout are, the superpowers, goals. Thank you. Claire, getting clear on priorities. Yeah, love. 80% of superpowers is a biggie. Emma's energy management plan is on her whiteboard. That's pretty cool. Christy, no one benefits from when are exhausted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Goals, goals, superpowers, priorities. Amazing. And um, Pina, would well, darling, help someone trying to further their career goals? Again, yes, generally speaking, yes. But I would love to speak to you just to make sure that it is a fit for you. Um, I just want to make sure that everyone's coming and getting what they want to get out of it. Billy said balance. Okay, amazing. And um, everyone, I'm going to wrap up now. Laura, would you just pop the link to Bold Darling in there one last time, just so everyone has it handy if they just want to jump over and have a look now. As I said, I've got time to review applications this afternoon, and I can talk to you this afternoon. And if not this afternoon, there's other, there's other spots in my calendar before Thursday. And um, I would just say, if you're keen to join, just get your application in sooner, because I know next week is going to be hectic with those calls. And if you want to get in soon, it just means you can pick the time that suits you rather than kind of having to work around different avails. Ah, that was fun. Karen said it was full of amazingness as always. Thank you, my love. And yes, so lovely to see so many familiar faces and see some newbies as well. That's so good. So from here, friends, you're going to be getting this recording probably in the next hour by email. And I know some people kind of dropped in um, a bit later, which is totally fine. We're also going to put the audio file in there as well. So you can just listen back to it as well if that's easier. Um, And it will be going up as a podcast episode on Saturday as well. We're covering all bases with this session. So everyone, thank you so much. Love, love, love seeing you all. And just have, yeah, have an awesome day. And thank you again for joining me today. Bye. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. It's always strange sharing something that I've presented live in a podcast episode, because obviously just the, the, the dynamic is quite different. But I'm hoping that sharing uh, this episode will help you unlock more flow in your life and also in your business if you've got your own business. And as I mentioned in the masterclass, my new mentoring program, Bold Darling, is now open. 
open for enrollments. It is open until Thursday, the 31st of March, and you can get your application in via my website. And of course, find out more about the program as well, lorrainemurphy.com.au. And there may be another bonus episode dropping over the next few days. So keep your ears peeled for that as well. Thank you. Thank you for being part of this week's episode. It was remarkable to have you. I am always keen to hear your thoughts, questions, ideas, and suggestions for future topics for the podcast. So please get in touch on Instagram. My handle is at Lorraine Remarks and through my website, lorrainemurphy.com.au. If you're enjoying what I'm putting out here, please do rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast so more people can find out about it and we can build this special community. Or even better, do all three. Chat to you next week.